This is Movies First with Alex First. If Harry Potter is not your thing, then Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald won't be for you either. Quite frankly, for much of the time, you won't understand what's going on and why. On the other hand, the multitudes of Potter fans will surely welcome J.K. Rowling's revisit. At the end of the first film, with the help of Newt Scamander, played by Eddie Redmayne, the powerful dark wizard Gellert Grindelwald, Johnny Depp, was captured by the Magical Congress of the United States of America. But making good on his threat, Grindelwald has now escaped custody and sets about gathering followers, most unsuspecting of his true agenda, namely to raise pure-blood wizards to rule over all non-magical beings. In an effort to thwart Grindelwald's plans, Albus Dumbledore, Jude Law, insists Commander, his former student, who reluctantly at first agrees to help. Lines are drawn as love and loyalty attested, even amongst the truest of friends and family, in an increasingly divided wizarding world. Two years ago, Fantastic Beasts and Where to Find Them transported us back to the landscape that made Harry Potter such a mega hit. Set in America in the mid-1920s, the film enticed fans with just a few fleeting allusions to the Harry Potter stories. There was a brief mention that Scamander was kicked out of Hogwarts. His only defender had been a certain Professor Dumbledore, and the powerful dark wizard Grindelwald, after wreaking havoc in Europe, had vanished. As the story continues in this the second adventure, those threads become even more intertwined. To put this into context, within the Fantastic Beasts franchise, screenwriter and producer J.K. Rowling is telling a story that is only hinted at in the Harry Potter books. She's charting the rise of Grindelwald, who profoundly threatened both the wizarding and non-wizarding worlds, and his antagonist, Dumbledore, who of course is a key figure in the Potter stories. The director is again David Yates, who helms his sixth Wizarding World adventure. He did the final four Harry Potter films, as well as the first two Fantastic Beasts movies, and is slated to direct the last three. Rejoining Redmayne as the original quartet are Catherine Waterston as Tina, Dan Fogler as Jacob, and Alison Sudol as Queenie. You're listening to Movies First. For more, like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter. I was intrigued initially, but my interest waned the longer the film went. Plenty of the special effects were impressive. Visually, it's quite striking. But in the end, even they became repetitive and excessive. This, to me, is about the filmmakers and possibly the studio looking for more and more and even more. I remain a big fan of Eddie Redmayne in the lead role. Admittedly, he plays a quirky and endearing character, but he does so mighty well. And Jude Law, who doesn't occupy all that much screen time, also makes his presence felt. I thought the chemistry between the pair was strong. As for the villain of the piece, a blonde Johnny Depp plays pure evil. With the demise of his Pirates of the Caribbean involvement, he's clearly found a new franchise to sink his teeth into. Honestly, though, by the time Fantastic Beasts, The Crimes of Grindelwald had drawn to a close, I was well and truly over it and we're only two-fifths of the way through the series. This is one strictly for potterheads.
It scores a 6 out of 10. You've been listening to Movies First with Alex First. Subscribe to the full podcast at Audioboom, Stitcher and iTunes or your favourite podcast distributor. This has been another quality podcast production from Bytes.com.